Hey, listener, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of All Bullshit Aside. Today's episode is entitled Lights Out. I had a very, um, what's the word I want to use, interesting experience recently. I was in a training, a professional training, something that's um, very important to me professionally. And in the middle of the training, we lost power. So it wasn't a huge deal. You know, we had windows and it was bright enough for us to continue throughout the day. Just just about until it was time for us to use the facilities. Well, a group of women, like we do at times, traipsed our way into the bathroom. And, you know, I guess we had this kind of communal thinking. And, you know, there were multiple people who pulled out their phones and aimed the flashlights up toward the ceiling. So there was enough light shed where we didn't all, you know, run to the stalls or fall in the toilet. So that was great until just about maybe three minutes in where I was the second to last person out. Of course, it would be me. And the lady who was leaving the bathroom before me, she passed me as I was walking out of the stall and she looked at me and looked away and walked out. And when she closed the door, the light went with her. Well, I was the unfortunate soul that left my phone at my desk. And so there I was in this dark, not the best smelling bathroom, groping my way to the sink. So in that split second, as I was knocking my knees against things and kind of semi-rolling my eyes about her abrupt exit, I asked myself, well, maybe I was asking her, she just wasn't present anymore. Where did you grow up? Who raised you? Like, really? Is that what we do? Huh, whatever. My grandma taught me better. (laughs) I had this whole conversation with this stranger who didn't hold the door for me or the light for me. And I really judged her. I really had a problem with her. (laughs) And I'm laughing about it now because I think about what that means, what that scenario means. I think about the expectation that I had for this stranger to do something for me that I didn't ask her to do. The other thought that I had was during certain points in my life, would I have had the thought to hold the door for someone else and leave the light on and wait for them and be patient? Or maybe someone might have needed that from me. And I was in my own world, in my mind, in in my, my pig pen or my play pen, or maybe in my pit. And my mind was on nothing but my pain, maybe, or my pleasure. So the thought crossed my mind, I wonder what she thought as she passed me and walked out. I wonder if she thought about me at all. What's interesting is that I never parted my lips to ask for help. It's so interesting, our responses to how people treat us when we haven't done our part to communicate exactly what it is we need, right? I don't believe I'm the only one who has issues expressing themselves at times, especially when you need something. What does it look like to need someone? What does it look like to desire help or support or praise and to not be in the position mentally or emotionally to feel as though you should ask or that you can ask? It's very interesting how angry in a split second I got and just how fast that went away when I thought about my mindset just weeks ago. 
I'm thinking about whether or not I'd have held the door or the light, depending on who else was in the room with me, right? And so it's funny because um, we can be real gracious with ourselves and our own emotions because, oh, I was hurt. I was going through something. I was in pain. And so we give ourselves grace. But the next man, we judge them. We're critical because they knew better, because they were raised better, because we told them, because common sense said, it's really interesting how we place people in the judgment box and let ourselves free. And I laughed um, as I ran into the side of the sink and uh, I thought about what it would mean for me to walk out of the room and to approach her and say something, not in a mean way, but just to strike up conversation and then wonder whether or not she would say to herself, dang, I wish I would have held the light for her. Or I wish I would have held the door for her. She's actually nice. And I let the door slam in her face and she was in the stinky dungeon by herself. Now I say all this as though, um, and I don't want to paint this as if it's as if it was a an intentional diss, because it really wasn't that. And I'm pretty sure that this individual has no clue. I had all these thought processes going through my brain. Isn't that interesting? Isn't it interesting how I had this whole conversation with this person, this whole thought process going through my mind, this web surrounding this person and our experience together. And she may not have even given the, this, this encounter a second thought. So it makes me think, how many times have I missed out on some kind of engagement with another individual that could have been rich for me? How many times have I missed out on a conversation or a blessing or the opportunity to bless somebody else because I didn't just pause and hold the door or pause and leave the light on for someone else. And I mean that obviously metaphorically, but even physically, how many times do we pass people um, in the office that we know their face, but not their name? Or, you know, you walk up to the door as the mailman is putting the mail in your box and you don't even say hello. Like you don't even acknowledge them as humans. When was the last time we paused and made real eye contact with an individual, like a human being, more than two, three seconds. We have made it so easy in our society to ignore the people closest to us and pay attention to those who don't even truly have any physical contact or any consequence in our world at all. When was the last time the people in your house have had physical contact with you, a hug, a kiss, or eye contact more than two seconds just to say a couple of words and move on? And I'm convicted because, I mean, I'm guilty. I'm here in my office and my kids are eating dinner elsewhere, you know? Um, and so this is me convicting myself. Um, but I would just, I would challenge you, the listener, um, as you're judging me, to, <laughs> to judge yourself. And I don't mean be harsh, but I mean be critical. Be critical about your communication. Be intentional about your engagement with people. I remember um, as a very young woman being sent to the store uh, by my aunt with my brother to go pick up some film for my grandfather's Polaroid camera. I just dated myself. And we get there, 
And we're in a line and it's a pretty long line. You know, of course, this is the age where there was no self-checkout. So dear God, uh, at any rate, we stood there for about maybe seven, eight minutes. In the realm of a day, what's seven, eight minutes? But even then society was, oh my God, eight minutes in line, right? Well, we noticed, my brother and I noticed that this woman the cashier was being really rude to people, being very curt and loud and uh, slamming things on the counter and just not being very nice, right? Not courteous. And when we got up to her, I had a smile on my face because I felt like, man, wow. Uh, I I was shocked. Kind of one of those, oh my gosh, smiles. (laughs) Well, we got up to her and I passed her my box And she snatched it and she snatched my money. And then she literally threw the change across the counter at me. And my immediate response was to say some expletives. Oh, I can't talk. Sorry. (laughs) At any rate, I'm not going to tell you the words, but they were bad. My brother and I left and I laughed walking out of the store like, you know, I let her know. I told her and I thought about it that night when I laid down. And it occurred to me that I had had pretty much the same response that everybody else did. Nobody else chose to try to diffuse the situation or ask what was wrong or help her or even just slow down and give her a smile. Looking back, I've probably been her hundreds of times in my life where I'm in survival mode. I'm in anger mode. I am in distress and anything and anyone in my path can feel my wrath. And I'm sure that's where she was, but I certainly didn't leave the light on for her and I didn't hold the door for her. I smacked her in the face with the door, metaphorically. And it's interesting now looking back on that encounter and thinking about what would have potentially happened had I been the one to say, God bless you, ma'am. I really hope your day gets better, or I'm sorry you're having a bad day, or are you all right? I mean, any of those those responses would have been better than what I said. Now, did I get that instant gratification of those expletives and, and all that? Yeah, I got that for a second, and I feel like crap when I think about it now, because in retrospect, that could have led to a great relationship. It could have been a friendship. It could have been It could have been nothing, but at the same time, it could have meant everything to her in that moment. And I dropped the ball, but we do so often. We do as humans, you know, we have to give ourselves grace, but we also have to hold ourselves accountable for the kind of energy we put in everybody else's orbit, right? Just think about it. Think about what space is like. Just go with me here for a minute because I won't be here long. This is not my whole thing, but just go with me here for a minute. Imagine that, you know, you're in space, you're in this gravity-less, <laughs> this, this orbit, right? And you're in motion and you've got this orbit, you've got this track, you've got this path that you're going on that is perfect for you, that keeps you right at a specific, you know, heading toward a specific destination, even if it is cyclical and something comes along and knocks you off track out of orbit 
you will never return to that specific orbit. You'll never come back to that same exact place ever again. You can be sent in a spin toward a totally different destination off of just one encounter. That's what our lives are like. One word, one encounter, one moment can send somebody's heart, mental state into a tailspin, into a totally different orbit. Of course, it's our responsibility, how we respond and all that, you know, take that into account. But how often do we really think about the effect that we have on other people and how deep and long lasting that can be? How how deep our words can cut or or how much they can mend. And it only takes a second. It only takes someone holding that flashlight or holding that door to make you feel like somebody considered you. Somebody thought about you. Somebody took the time to make you important to them. It's a really interesting thought process. Um, I've been in lines before, you know, the drive through and someone's paid for my food. And I mean, it's happened more than once. And the first time it happened, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and be vulnerable here. I was in tears. I was. It made me cry because this individual had no idea that I was spending my last $5 on this food and actually feeling guilty about it because I have a whole household to run and I've got kids and I've got debt and I've got bills and I've got fears. And this person chose to do such a sweet and selfless thing that may have been $12 for them, but it meant the world to me. And I'm sure that they knew that there was no way I could ever repay them because, I mean, unless I tracked them down, um, we were never going to cross paths again. How, what would it look like? How would it be in our society if we intentionally crossed paths with people for no other reason but to bless them just to just to reach out to somebody and make their day better intentionally i'm intentionally going out today to do something sweet for five people that can't pay it back that won't even know that it was me that will have no idea where it came from but maybe this one thing will send them into that good orbit and change the course, the direction of their lives. I heard a story about a man who was on a bridge and he was preparing to take his life. He was preparing to jump off the bridge. And he asked God, he said, um, if you really love me, you'll stop me. You'll send somebody to save me. And a couple, not long after he'd said that, walked up to him. And uh, actually, it was a woman. A woman walked up to him and asked, would he take her picture? And he was standing on the ledge and he grabbed her camera and he took a picture and he handed her back the camera and she turned around and walked away. And he sat down for a moment. And it wasn't long after that, that someone did come and ask him, touch him on his shoulder and talk to him. But I think about his situation and I think about how this man, bawling, crying his eyes out, crying his soul out, expressed the pain he felt as this woman looked at his wet, red face and saw his heavy breathing and saw him standing on a ledge and was only concerned with her picture. 
I think about how many times in my life that I may have been that person somehow to someone that was either close to me or maybe even a perfect stranger. And I'm flooded with mom guilt of the times where I've fallen asleep and forgotten to pray over my children or or I've woke up and I've run out to my class or to my job and you know, I didn't notice that my child was frowning and really didn't want me to go or just needed one more hug or just wanted me to ask about her morning or her day. And I'll be honest and say it's hard for me to choke back tears right now because it's such a real situation and it's not something that's in the past. This is how we live. This is our every day. This isn't, um, oh, one time. This is our state of being. How do we connect with the people in our lives? How do we engage the people that are important to us and make no mistake about it? Every person you encounter is important to you. And if you don't believe that, think about the times that a perfect stranger has attacked a perfect stranger. Okay, let's back it up. Think about how many times a perfect stranger has blessed another perfect stranger. I'll put it to you like this. There is not one thing that we can do that doesn't affect another person on this planet. Not one thing. Nothing. Everything I'm surrounded by in my office was built or created by someone else. And I'm looking at it now, enjoying how beautiful it is. They've touched my life. They've made a difference in my life. Because when I look at the things that I'm treasuring, be it material, I enjoy them. And it makes me proud that I picked them. But whoever created these things, they brought me joy. Be it, you know, little, it is. But then I also think about how even people that I'm not close to have blessed me when they've done something for my children or how angry I am when someone hurts my children and how that affects me and how I may not even ever be face to face with them. But that kid at school who said something or that parent who did something, how they're on my list now and how I will reach out. Okay, so let me bring it back in. I just want us to really be cognizant of what we put out into the world and how we engage with people, how we engage with people that we don't even know will ever affect us. I want us to really think about what it means to leave the light on for someone, what it means to hold the door open for someone, and who it is that we're really closing the door on or turning the light off on. Because at the end of the day, we all really do need each other. And not to hit on all the cliches here, and sorry if this one's been heavy with cliche, but you know, what goes around comes back around. But think about that as an orbit. I think about it as an orbit. If I pushed you an inch closer to your destiny, if I've pushed you an inch closer to having joy, to smiling, or to treating somebody else better and to healing your relationships, then I've done a wonderful thing. And it makes sense then to really think strategically and intentionally about the next time that I have the opportunity to leave the light on and to hold the door. I hope that you find value in this and I hope that you enjoyed this. But more than absolutely everything, I hope that you will be intentional about being a blessing to the next person as much as you intend to be a blessing to yourself because you should do that too. Thank you so much for listening. 
and um, join in again because there's going to be yet more episodes upcoming of All Bullshit Aside.